0: As Texas reopens, churches are also making the decision as to when to reopen their doors and gather the saints. How do we as churches make these decisions, and why does the church even gather? What does the Bible have to say about the gathering of
1: God's people? This is Considerate, where we're considering questions regarding life, theology, and the church. Consider is the Ministry of Redemption Bible Church here in New Rumpus, Texas. Questions regarding life, theology,
0: or the church? If so, text the word redemption and your question to 474747 and we'll consider your
1: questions. To learn more about our church and everything we're doing here, visit redemption. I'm Aaron Ogosto and I'm Blair Cushman. Let's consider it. Hey guys, thanks for joining us today on Consider It. Uh, today we're not going to be taking a submitted question, but rather just in these uh, unique times dealing with uh, the global pandemic, we, we've um, crafted this question. and and before we start it, uh, we're welcoming Cade, Cade Hennessy to the show. He's here um, on the show with us, helping us to take this question. He is uh, a man of God. He's a elder here at Redemption. Um he's been coming here for is it 3 years now? Almost?
2: Yeah, I guess so. I mean, yeah. uh, I'm not really the greatest at keeping track of time. <laughs> Right um my wife can attest to that, but um <laughs> yeah hilarious. since, since uh, core group days. yeah since the core group days
0: since, uh, since the core group days that's yeah. right
2: Kate is a fellow
0: elder and pastor and and uh, great joy to labor alongside and so uh glad to have him on the podcast to uh, talk about this really important question that he and I have been talking about a lot and uh, the three of us have been talking about as as uh, we find ourselves in the midst of the pandemic and shut down but now we are um able to meet again and uh and so what uh, we're seeking the lord for wisdom and right. that's really what brings us here so what's the question
1: that we're, yeah, we're taking today and what an appropriate person to have our elders here uh, as we take this question which is uh, amidst this global pandemic why are we choosing as a church to regather right and like i said you know having both of our we're an elder led church yep. and so we have our eldest elders here and we get to talk about Um, really our convictions and why we have decided and chosen to meet, right? This is uh, Sunday, May 17th, right? This will be our first Sunday back since, I think it's eight Sundays, right? Yeah, we were eight
0: Sundays that we were online and in home for worship. Right.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, And I think a couple weeks ago, maybe there was the governor of Texas put out some ordinance allowing churches to meet it's been a couple weeks now and 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 we've decided to go ahead and and begin meeting so really the question is why why meet right because i think there's obvious reasons why we shouldn't meet regarding the global pandemic right The, the disease the contagiousness of it um if that's a word uh but what are what we're here to talk about is why we've chosen to, to yeah. regather.
0: Yeah, why are we gathering now as the, you know, the the governor's orders weren't just for churches per se. You had a whole multi-phased plan for right. reopening Texas. and uh, And so now we are allowed to. You know, because as Bible believing Christians, we want to submit to our governing authorities. That's yeah. why we did not, even though we could have technically met through that whole time. They were recommending that uh, assemblies, not just churches, but large gatherings of people, not meet. And so, obviously, that has an effect on on the church. Uh, but now that it's open, and we understand that there are still risks out there, yes. right? Like the, it's not as though the coronavirus has overnight just like. Poof, Magically disappeared, right. still there. Some of the precautions are still in place. And so, what is it really that is, um, what is it that guides our decision making? Because you know, everybody makes decisions, right? You know, the government is making decisions based on the economy, especially in Texas. That's the driving value behind the reason they make decisions. Healthcare workers make decisions based on science. You know, and so what is what are those convictions then that that drive us as a church to make decisions? That's really the kind of the heart of the question then or what uh, what what lies behind. Where where are our convictions? And, you know, broadly speaking we would say, Well, it's the Bible. Right. right. It's right. the Bible mm-hmm. and we wanna be Bible driven people, but mm-hmm. um but even other like well-meaning Christians kind of fall under uh, all different uh, convictions and, and would even point it back to the scriptures. Some never stopped meeting. Some, as soon as it opened on May 3rd, were back in meeting and others are still waiting and mm-hmm. and maybe have set dates down the line a little bit or still are up in the air and aren't meeting at all. So, you know, that just brings us then, well, where where do we stand on this and why are we you know, regathering
2: now. Yeah, sure. And, you know, the easiest way to go about questions like this often is really just to define terms. Yeah. Yeah. And so when, you know, as, as we have talked about this week in and week out, you know, that's really where we begin is just by saying, well, what, what is church? Right. You know, what, what does that mean? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And who is the church yeah. and, and and those types of questions, That's right?
0: Yeah There's a couple of questions there like who is the is is the church, you know, yeah. what
2: is the church? Is it the
0: building? Right. You know, is it the sticks and stones that make this uh, address up? Is it 311 FM 306? You know, is that the is that the church? Well
1: Yeah, we said a l- we have said a lot on the podcast how you know moving into the building how the building is not the church, right? It's it's who it's we the believers yeah. that make up the church yeah. but i think today as, as we're going to look look at it the, the question that we're trying to answer is that it's not just you know who but it's what we do right yeah. it's what it's yeah. it's the gathering yeah. of believers right mm-hmm. the, the local body gathering to lift uh god's name in worship um so i think that that's really an important part as we as we think about why we've decided to to regather
0: right and i mean it's it's really wrapped up in the essence of the word church like the meaning of of church isn't isn't like we said isn't the building but it, it literally is the called out ones you know its meaning is uh as you would look it up it would be a gathering of people a regularly summoned body or an assembly like that's that's what the well, that's what the, the very word means. You know, we, you know, our culture has kind of hijacked it to mean other things, but that's, that's literally this Greek word, ekklesia, um, what, it, uh, what, it, what it means. And so when we talk about the church, like in its very definition, is a gathered group of people. Yeah. People that are defined by, hey, we come and assemble together in a body of, uh, of people for a very specific reason. And so you can't have a you can't be part of the church you can't be a church without gathering yeah is it, it's really just fundamentally wrapped up in the word and so you know some will push back well the church is more than just the Sunday morning gathering which is true right it is not merely the gathering but it is not minus the gathering yeah like we that's what defines us we are a group of people that have banded together in community and and gather uh, regularly on the lord's day and at other times for for worship and so um so you can't not gather and there are times like we've just had in the pandemic where we haven't been able to meet that we've been prohibited from doing that and that's you know the exception it's not the norm you know um, and there may be other circumstances or things throughout you know people's lives and throughout history that that have prevented people from meeting but the the gist of the word is well when you're saved you're saved into the church and and into that gathering of god's people and then Mm. so then well what is it is it just a social gathering then is it just a come and and be entertained well no like that's where that's really where it becomes more specific than why it's not just a you know, when we're not gathering for a sporting event, but it's right. like what defines us then as a gathering of God's people.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a good point. Um, and part of just wanting to, to put this this sh- this podcast out is is that I think we all have different reasons why we enjoy gathering as the church. Right. Like we get to hear the music. We get to see one another. We get to hang out before and after service. It's it's great spending time with our, our friends, you know, our small group all together. And I think those are all great, great reasons that that are byproducts of gathering, but that is not why we gather, yeah. right? We don't come and gather to just see each other or yeah. to like spend, you know, 90, 70 to 90 minutes together and drink some, some good coffee mm-hmm. and, you know, it sing some songs yeah. <laughs> and sing some songs. But really... We gather because that is what the church does, right? And we're we're told in the New, constantly in the New Testament that the church is to gather, is to not neglect from from meeting with one another, right? And and singing spiritual songs and psalms, uh, to be to be to have the word proclaimed. Um, and really, that's I think that's the conviction of why we wanted to to meet again, right? Yeah. Because as God's people. It should be on our heart that, like, responsibility to gather, right? To gather with with God's people. Sure, sure.
0: I mean, there's vertical things that happen and horizontal things that happen in the gathered uh, assembly. The vertical is, is that God shows up. He's present among us and transformation happens like yeah. as we come and we lift high the name of Christ as we open God's Word, as we pray and call out to the Lord as the good news of Jesus Christ is is proclaimed, uh, God shows up and that's right. that's ultimately what we want yeah you know? um, that's as you you know as you read like in the book of Revelation and and uh, you know the warnings that Jesus gives to one of the church there he's like, well I've removed my presence from you that's that's like the big word like whoa like if, if if Christ isn't showing up at church then I don't want to show up at that church right And so we come to encounter the Lord through these means that he has given us uh, through ad- ad- adoring him, through praying, through uh, serving, through worship all all of those uh, those things but there's also this this horizontal thing then that' we're, that we're fed yeah. As we draw near to one another, like we are designed to be in community with one another, uh, the you know we can't discount the 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 spiritual nourishment that we get when we smile at one another, mm. you know, when we encourage one another with our presence being at church, when we um, when we uh, when we are collectively listening to the word of God and and collectively singing these songs and praying with and for one another. I mean, that's the whole—you kind of just uh, briefly referred to Hebrews 10 Mm. and the warning to not neglect meeting one
1: another. Right. As is the habit of some. As is the habit of some, right.
0: And so some have said that, use that verse to be like, we can't stop meeting. Who who cares what the government says? Yeah. We we're going to still meet. And so, you know, we don't want to make it habitual, you know, that it's right and wise to do so for a season. Um, but, but what I was getting at in there, even in that quote, quotation there, is really a communal sense. He says, as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another uh, all the more as you see the day drawing near. And before that, verse 24 of Hebrews 10, he says, and consider how to stimulate one another to love and good deeds, or how to spur one another on. And so, that's one of the reasons why we gather. We come not just for self, selfish reasons. Like, what am I going to get out today? We come first with a vertical priority. I'm coming to meet with the Lord today. I can't wait to be in God's house. And then, and then the cherry on the top is I get to do it with some of the people that I love the most. And, and I come others motivated as I come considering preemptively, as I'm coming to church, asking really this question of like, who can I encourage today? Yeah, Who can I serve today? How will you use me, God, in the life and the faith of another uh, person that will be at the, at the gathering today? And there's something really profound about that.
2: You know, that's just become a, a common part of right. the way that we speak. Uh, we'll say, we're going to church, church today. Yeah. Yep. and, and um, even though we know and understand the true meaning of that, that that yeah. really the church is the body of Christ. Yeah. yeah. And so it's it's difficult for people to understand, I think, especially in uh, the context of just our American culture, where, you know, we are brought up on rugged individualism, (laughs) you know, we are uh, inundated with marketing that is about us as individuals, yet when we look across, you know, sort of the panorama of Scripture, we see God all throughout Scripture uh, dealing with people in large corporate groups, you know, at, at times the nation of Israel, then moving to you know, um, true Israel and the New Testament Church and those who would believe and have faith, and you know, I, I think about, I think about the Apostle Paul when he was Saul on the road to Damascus, mm. and when he had his interaction with the Lord Jesus, and he said, "Saul, why are you persecuting me?"
0: Yeah,
2: and Saul had been persecuting the church. Yeah. But see, the church is the body of Christ, mm, yeah. and so it's it's a corporate gathering yeah. where each individual member begins to not look at themselves as individuals, but to look at themselves as one body, a body belonging to yes. the Lord Jesus Christ. So I was reading through, um, really, Ephesians 4 and 5 recently, and so I just want to read a couple of verses here to you. I'll, I'll start with this one, and then just... Let me know what you think about it. So this is uh, Ephesians 5, and I'm going to begin in verse 25. It says, Husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her, that he might sanctify her, having cleansed her by the washing of water and with the word, so that he might present the church to himself in splendor without spot or wrinkle or any such thing, that she might be holy and without blemish, you see the it's a corporate yeah. Yeah. mindset, it's a gathering of people. it is the assembly, as we've talked about. Yeah. you know it, it's not uh, it's not this individualistic context that we often think with, but it, yeah. but it's us together. and so really, a, a way to look at it is that being united, being assembled is part of what it means to be a Christian that we don't forsake, you know? And so we've got rugged individualism out there. We've got technology, which poses a whole different problem because that begins to make us think things like, well, I am gathered. Mm -hmm. I'm gathered virtually, you know? And you can point to benefits of gathering and say, well, the preaching, the equipping of the saints, there's all of these things. And so the opponent to that says, I can do all of that online. Right. Yeah. But they miss miss the point. Yeah. Is that you you are still separated. You're still individual. You're receiving right. teaching but on your own. Yeah. yeah. And we need to assemble and be the body of yeah. Christ. Yeah.
1: You know, if you think you know that marriage is always kind of that that metaphor of 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 Christ and who he comes to save. Yeah. Right? And what's interesting it's like the bride there is not like me or it's not you or it's not Cade it's the church right the bride of Christ is the church which is you know like you're saying Cade is it's it's the unified it's the unified believers right the believers unified who Christ came to die for and he's sanctifying them to present them you know, holy and blameless. Right.
0: And to use like the, the marriage metaphor here that, that Paul's using in, in Ephesians 5, like like think about it this way. You wouldn't, like what defines, I mean, there's a multitude of things that define like my wife and I as as a married couple. But one of the things is, is that we have a common dwelling place in our home. Mm. <laughs> we share the same address and we share the same bank account and right. responsibilities. Like we live together. You wouldn't consider uh, uh, my wife and I married if I lived in another country. Yeah, and and never saw her and interact with her, never encouraged her. There was no physical presence there. Mm. Yeah, you know, it's like we we would not, you know, in essence, be married. Right. Um, you know okay so yeah we went through a ceremony we have some paperwork and there's some that christians like that that well well, i got baptized i have i even have a certificate that the church gave me that i was baptized i'm good but have no like connection no commitment no community uh, no relationship to the to the gathered body of believers right and yet what we are defined by is that we share a common dwelling place. Yeah. We share these common, th- these common responsibilities and all that. And that's really what define us. And we gather together in, in this same way. And so these are the convictions then that lead us to, to come together. Yeah. You know, cause like, okay, so there's in some marriages, like a spouse travels or a military uh, c- a couple, you know, he may be deployed uh, to fight a battle uh, for a season and, and is, is gone. But he doesn't stay gone yeah. forever. He, it's for a season, and then he comes home. There's a homecoming that he would then return to his family. And in many ways, that's what this pandemic, these last eight weeks have been as a, as a deployment, as we have all collectively been fighting the battle of this virus. And now it is time for us to safely yeah. re-entry and uh, and to regather as God's people, and we may be redeployed at somewhere down the line. The battlefront may rage again. But even like, yeah, this has been great for the online stuff, uh, but but
2: I, I'm feeling malnourished. Yeah, know? yeah, and that's you know that's something that we have taken into consideration is yeah. that there is a strong possibility that there may be another round of quarantine. And so yeah. we may go back into quarantine, but, you know, it's, it's just been a challenge to try to decide when, because yeah. that's another question that people have is, you know, they may have heard the things that we've just spoken and say, okay, I get it. Yeah. It, it is a core principle, a core value of Christianity to be a gathered right. assembly, to be the body of Christ. Okay, I get it. Yep. Why this week? Why not three weeks ago? Why not? three months from now? you know yeah. why Why did you decide on this week? And, and I think that you you know alluded to it earlier or, or that you said it earlier. I mean, we, we can look at Romans thirteen and we understand that we need to to be in good order with the authorities that God has placed over us. Yeah. So deciding to stop gathering. Uh, and following the timeline that the that the local government has set out, that is not um, a denial of the faith to follow after Caesar or okay. anything like that. And those are the accusations that come from those who say, well, why did you ever stop meeting? Yeah. It's because starting next week, you can go to Old Navy. Yeah, Today, you can go to Hobby Lobby. Wow. You know, the... I mean, things are opening around us. Well, Hobby
0: Lobby's a Christian. Oh, so yeah, that's right. You can right. play some Christian, you can get Christian worship music while you yeah, walk that, through that is, that is true. kind of like that. the church. Yeah. Just kidding, so, y'all. The, Just, uh.
2: Oh, goodness. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so as these things around us begin to open, then yeah. it's, it's time. It's right. time for us to open. We've kept in good order yeah. and now we need to open. We are courageous, bold Followers of Jesus Christ. We yeah. know the king of the universe. Yeah. Why yeah. why stay closed? Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so we're gonna open based on those convictions and at the same time take the precautions that the governing authorities are recommending, you mm-hmm. know, and uh, maintaining social distance and, uh, you know, the sanitation type measures that, you know, we'll take to keep our church clean and all that. And so we'll come and gather and do so joyfully and also cautiously um, and also full of a lot of love for one another that uh, uh, find themselves in more isolated or, or needing to isolate because they find themselves in a more vulnerable category. And we understand that and want to love them well and and help to, uh, you know, to feed and to care for, um, you know, our brothers and sisters that fall in that category. Right. Um, and so we don't move in, you know, we don't just reopen recklessly or cavalierly. Mm. Um but we're going to do so making some changes and yet following the convictions that we have and that the that the bible would lay out for us.
2: Hmm. Yeah, and that's a great thing about having the technology that we've been using. I mean, Aaron's going to be able to hook us up with to continue online streaming for those that can't come in, you know. And yeah. What a great thing. That's right. Yeah,
1: and I, and I think really like the the point that we're trying to get at is that the church is so important, right? Our view of the church as Christians should be that it is a, a precious, beautiful thing. It's a it's a it's something that is unworldly, right? It should point us to to what it's going to be like in heaven, right? Where we mm-hmm. will just worship Christ, right? We will just worship who He is. And so whether there's a pandemic which right now we're in, but even you know, before this, Uh, I think this is even even uh, a good thing to keep in mind that, you know, whether it's vacation or just casually, you know, I'm tired or or these things, even even sometimes those things can keep us from the gathering where we should we should actually press in and say, man, it is good and it is right. and, And out of obedience, we gather as as God's people. That's right.
2: I can't wait. And one of the things that I'm so looking forward to is to be able to take communion together. Yeah. You know, that's something that we're going to do on our first meeting, you know, to be able to proclaim the death of Christ until he comes back, you know, to do it in remembrance of him. And and that's something that we do together. That's what communion is. Again, when the body is separated it's It's not something that we can partake in together. And mm. so right. I think that's why it's so important that our our first meeting back together that uh, that we are going to um, to be able to take communion together Body of Christ as the body know, of Christ right
0: and uh, at least within our conviction not literally the body that's that's maybe another podcast <laughs> that we can talk about For another uh, day the Lord's <laughs> Supper but these are issues of what we would call biblical ecclesiology mm. you know in every podcast there's kind of a, a nugget of theology or doctrine that drives us and it's so important this is why doctrine is is important why we should know our scripture kind of get where the word comes from, the study of the church or ecclesia being that that, uh, Greek word for the church and and these things drive us Uh, we're convictionally driven about what the scriptures teach and and, uh, they have real life implications for how we make decisions and uh, what we value and what we love and as believers, we love the community of God's people, that uncommon community that we talk about, um, that we come together to worship uh, King Jesus. And so um, this, is, uh, th- this is important to us. This is dear to us. We're super glad to, to gather as, uh, as God's people here coming up and hope this has been helpful and instructive to you. As uh, we trust the Lord uh, with uh, great faith, and uh, um, and looking forward to being uh, in God's presence and in the presence of one another uh, on the Lord's Day.
1: Amen. Well, thanks for tuning in to Consider a Ministry. of